I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. For today's GeoQuiz, we're tracking the whereabouts of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Here's your first hint. The 180-person ensemble is a long way from home. It's on tour in the Russian city we want you to name today. Now, unlike Chicago's L trains, this city's metro cars run deep underground. They stop at stations famously decorated with marble sculptures and chandeliers. The last time the Chicago Symphony Orchestra came this way was in 1990, just before the fall of the Soviet Union. Back then, the Soviet city had fewer loaves of bread on the shelves and fewer billionaires, and it was home to the Politburo, the governing body of the Communist Party. We will give you a matter of mere seconds to ponder the answer. Well, that's it. Stop pondering. If you guess Moscow, you're correct. The Russian capital has changed a lot in the past two decades, but one thing hasn't. Classical music is as popular with Russians as ever. Here's more from the world's David Lavallee. Chicago's symphony orchestra is no stranger to Moscow, but it's been two decades since the orchestra last performed in the Russian capital. Vanessa Moss is coordinating the tour, and I reached her on her cell phone as she was making her way to the concert hall tonight. I am walking to the Great Hall of the Moscow Conservatory, and there are lots of other people walking around me and cars coming and everything. (laughs) Moss says she's noticed a lot of changes in Moscow since the last time she was there. There are lots of cars, expensive cars, and people everywhere talking on cell phones. You know, it's so different. I was on the orchestra's first trip when there was a tremendous food shortage. You know, we had to have communal meals. You would drive by bakeries and the shelves were completely empty. You would see lines for food. People wanted makeup and cigarettes, and the dollar was the almighty currency. And now there is a real consumer culture and nightlife and incredible busyness. People are living, a, at least in this city, a very grand life, seemingly. To appeal to these new Russians, Chicago Symphony's conductor Ricardo Muti says he's handpicked music that's near and dear to their hearts. So, for example, Symphony Number no. 5 by the great Soviet Russian composer Dmitry Shostakovich is on the program. Moss says Russians, young and old, seem more interested in classical music than most folks back home in Chicago. There is such interest. So people here choose a form of culture or high culture that they are interested in and they follow that throughout their lives. And classical music is an amazing part of that. You know, last night we walked past this big statue that was just erected two weeks ago for Mrs. Rostropovich, the cellist, because it's the fifth anniversary of his death and it's sort of this respect for art and culture all over the city. The Moscow concerts are seen as a way to strengthen cultural ties between Russia and the U.S. They're being sponsored by the U.S. Embassy in Moscow and the Russian Cultural Ministry. Now, if only U.S.-Russian relations would run as smoothly as last night's performance of the Shostakovich Symphony. The orchestra played so beautifully, and Muti's conducting was so full of this kind of taut energy that was building, 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 building throughout the piece, and it just made for a life-memorable performance. After tonight's concerts, Moss says she has lots to do, tons of luggage, oboes, cellos, and the like to get packed up and organized. The Chicago Symphony Orchestra takes the early train out of Moscow tomorrow morning en route to the next stop on their concert tour, St. Petersburg. For The World, I'm David Lavallee.